0: oh hello hello it is ashley and anna and this is the no (laughs) let's talk about it podcast um okay so today we are going to start our first episode is going to be about alone time how to make it easier if you struggle with it or i guess why it's also very important so this will be really interesting
1: and, and fun. I know. I'm excited. All and right. if you're listening, thank you. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah. We're just so giggly because we're very excited. I know. A little We've nervous. We've been talking
1: about this for a while, guys. So if you're listening in, it really it means a lot. Yeah, our
0: first episode is um,
1: special. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'll be I'm our gonna, first. But <laughs> I we'll know. See. I'm gonna talk about something goofy at first because we're in like a goofy mood. Before we get into something more serious. I love that. But I know you don't really spend a lot of time on TikTok, but there's, like, this video or, like, a lot of videos that people will post. They'll be in, like, bed or something, and it'll say, after I realize that I haven't spoken to anyone for, like, three hours, and they'll just, like, say – they'll just be, like, hi, and, like, just to hear your own voice. (laughs) Yeah. And that is so relatable, but I thought about, like, this is interesting, so – is this kind of where people get into, like, a flow state of being alone? Like, does this mean that you're really good at it? Or does this mean that you're just kind of...
0: Dissociative and then... Right. You don't is it a good thing or a happens? bad thing? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I guess my first point that I wrote down is literally, like, I am always talking to myself, even when there's, like, no one around. Yeah. Like, I always am, whether it's, like, I'm imagining some, like, fake scenario in my head and I'm, like, responding out loud. I do that. I'm sure you do, my friend. (laughs) We both (laughs) are the same person. But I think that's interesting. Like, is it a choice or is it just, like, how things end up? Like, how your day goes, I guess?
1: Okay, maybe what you talked about with talking to yourself, maybe when you haven't talked in a really long time, it is, like, dissociating because if you really love to be alone, but you also, you know, kind of count on the company of others a lot of the time, mm-hmm. then maybe that's why you have to have the comfort of talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like when you As I don't, scratch my chin. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you don't, as you stop talking to yourself when you're alone, maybe it's either, it could be a comfort thing if you just kind of like zone out, maybe you need that, but otherwise... Maybe you need to be alone, but talking to yourself is, like, truly being with yourself, mm. if that makes sense. Which is
0: a great, um, I guess, interlude into kind of what we want to get into is, like, you know, how do you get better at, like, or not better, but I guess at first, like, be okay with it. Because I feel yeah. like I feel like a lot of people, like, they try to avoid that, like, mm. try to avoid being alone. But I think you and I both think that it's, like, the best thing ever and, like, the most, like, special, rewarding um, thing you can do for yourself is to be alone be okay with it. Because
1: at the end of the day, you are all you have all the time. Okay, that was my first point about that. It's, like, the first thing, it's kind of... um, Where people always say when you're struggling with something, admitting that you're struggling is, like, the first, Mm. like, stepping point into getting better Mm -hmm. or figuring it out. So Mm -hmm. when you realize that, like, being alone with yourself, like, is not easy and you're kind of like, I'm going to accept the challenge to try to fight and figure this out and make it work because I need to be better at it Mm -hmm. or I want to – that's, like, the first step. So just admitting that it's hard because it's not easy.
0: But why is it not easy? Like, what in what inside of us is, like, this is wrong? Because I know I find, like, when I've been alone, like, all day, mm-hmm. I'm, like, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, this isn't how it is supposed to be. And I guess maybe that's just, like, natural human instinct is, like, to not want to be by yourself.
1: Yeah, like, biologically, technically, it's... You know, you need to be with other people. You need to be communicating with the world. But I think there's definitely something in that that's, like, literally a learned Mm -hmm. behavior Mm -hmm. from growing up. And I'm not putting any blame on, like, parents. Mm -hmm. But obviously they want their kids to be social. social.
0: Definitely. And so,
1: you know, growing up in the summer, like, if you, you know, had a free day during summer, your parents would come home from work. If you had a babysitter, if you went to daycare or whatever. I guess daycare is a little bit different. But, like, um, they would always ask, oh, did you hang out with a friend? Did you do something with a friend? You know, yeah. making it seem do? like if you did anything less or didn't do that, then maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. like a successful day because you weren't with anyone but yourself. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I can definitely see. Or that kind work. of segues into my main question that I said I was excited to talk to you about today mm-hmm. that I came up with is, and this stemmed from kind of what I just said is like when you're a kid um and especially for me too and you will relate to this after I say it is how does siblings like impact being alone and getting comfortable with being alone mm. and does the gender matter mm. to answer my own question <laughs> i think <laughs> that the gender definitely matters because i think if i had a sister i would have never had to do certain girly things alone Mm. i would always have someone to reach out with and be like oh do you want to do a spa day i guess there's a chance that they could say no that's so stupid but (laughs) odds are when you're eight years old and your sister's maybe seven and she's younger she's 12 and she's older like they would probably love to do that with Mm -hmm. you paint nails blah, blah blah but like having a brother i didn't have someone to like lean back on and like ask him true um
0: and you're the younger sibling
1: right So I feel like there's something in that that it's – I don't know. Like, what's your take on that? Because you also have a brother.
0: Yeah, and I'm the oldest, which is interesting because, like, when we would play together, I would make him do everything.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, I was,
0: like, the leader. Whereas I feel like if I was, like, younger and, like, he could have made me, like, oh, you're going to do this, this, you know? Like, you kind of take on, like, leadership roles depending your age. But, like – I feel like I never was alone.
1: I didn't want to be alone, especially when you're like little, yeah, no, you need to like, you're like be where's my with brother? Someone. so in my sense, it was the opposite where like I didn't want to be alone, and when my brother like you know, I would ask him to hang out, it kind of was what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. so there was some impact of like. Oh like let's go play outside. Like let's play kickball. Let's go ride bikes. Um That's you know so and none of that was like things that I didn't like to do. Um But you but were you... looking to someone else exactly. to tell you Right. Or help you out, show you the way. Like, I couldn't do it, like, alone. Like, I couldn't be like, oh, I'm going for a bike ride alone. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny, also, when you're a kid – no, this is good because it feeds – it totally feeds into what I was saying earlier that, like, I didn't want to place all the blame on the parents because, you know, you can't do that. But it's I hard. also was trying to think of another scenario where kids have this learned behavior and not want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And – Let's say that maybe I was an only child and I didn't know what to do. Um, And I went for a bike ride one day around my neighborhood and I was like nine, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Um, And there were kids down the block who were like siblings, brother, sister, another sister, maybe all playing outside in the driveway. And they, without even really like thinking, comprehending the fact that like, I didn't have anyone to hang out with, like Mm. they do like built in. They'd be like, oh, why are you alone? Mm -hmm. And, of course, like, kids just have no filter. Even on, like, the way that they vocalize questions like that. And so they definitely made it seem like it was a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And so kids just never wanted to, like, be alone. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because, like, of other kids reinforcing that idea. The kid playing alone on the playground. Like, that wasn't allowed. You couldn't do that or you were weird. And then kids just didn't talk to you. So then you were forcibly already alone. Even though maybe just Which one is, day you wow. had chosen to be alone.
0: Which is really, really, really messed up. And mm-hmm. then now that I think about it even more, when you were like when you got in trouble, did your parents ever like make you take like a time out or like yes. put you in like a room and like make you be alone? alone. I think that some of my most traumatic moments (laughs) from when I was a kid was when my parents were like, you are going to sit in this room and like, think about what
1: you've done. Okay, see, what's funny about that, unless for some reason they were taking me away from something I already wanted to do, Mm -hmm. like let's say I was playing with my brother, we were playing a game, Mm -hmm. like my whole family, and um, they... You know, like, I said something, did something, and I was like, no, go time out, like, up to your room, or, mm-hmm. you know, go sit in the hallway, whatever. I didn't love it, but I always, like, I didn't really have, like, a, a you were like, huge yes. problem. <laughs> right. And so, like, maybe I was always just kind of built to, like, not be better alone, but, like, be comfortable being alone in that sense because I didn't really have – and maybe this is from poor memory, and my mom's going to listen to this and she's going to be like, That is <laughs> You cried and cried and cried. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but also, it wasn't really the type of, you know, I don't want to say me and my brother were like perfect or anything, but we weren't put in that many timeouts. So
0: good for you. I don't know. And That's then eventually, awesome.
1: you know, as you get older, everyone experiences that, oh, go to your room. It's like, fine. I want to be in my room anyways yeah. type of thing. Which and it's just
0: retaliation to right. some extent.
1: But then at that point, you kind of are forced to be alone and you have already vocalized many times that that's where you wanted to be. So maybe it just becomes comfortable.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, and it all in my head is, like, because you started, I think we both were, like, on the same page of, like, where do those feelings of, like, not wanting to be alone like come mm-hmm. from or, like, why does it feel wrong? If you think about it from, like, a child's perspective, if you've been, like, banished or you are experiencing feelings of like shame and like guilt as like no you're gonna go to your room because you're not good enough to like sit here with us or you need to like you know like in a (laughs) child's brain like I definitely understand how it could be perceived as like oh this is bad yeah because clearly
1: if it's you know taking you away from something that you wanted to do being alone is the negative option in the situation. Yeah, and you so it just, just socializing Now
0: you're not, and I guess from a very young age, if you're taught that, if you are experiencing like negative emotions when you are alone, like it definitely could be yeah. like a deep, deep, deep rooted childhood thing which even in, really, in school I think yeah. it'll be very interesting to see like how we as parents will like reprimand our kids knowing the things that we know now you know oh,
1: absolutely. like
0: I don't know if I would ever make my child go sit alone somewhere and tell them that it's bad
1: or maybe if I did make them go sit alone I would kind of you know, different tell them and I guess it's supposed to be punishment and there is that like learned behavior but you can just be like you know what this you know, isn't a bad thing if you don't want to teach them that being alone is bad. You just be like, you just need some time to think about what you did. Mm-hmm. Now just like go here, or like go outside for a minute and like take a breather because then it doesn't seem like it's something awful that they have to go sit in a corner. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're still maybe thinking about it. They can cool down if they were really angry. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go tell them to play outside, get fresh air. They'll come back in a lighter space no matter what. Like, they can't – and eventually, even if they – you know, you kind of give them – or you give them a choice and you can be like, you know what? You can go to your room. You can go outside. And if they're, like, really upset about the fact that they're in, quote, a timeout, either way, they're going to pout enough where it becomes exhausting for them Mm -hmm. and they're going to, you know – either figure out a way to entertain themselves while they're on the timeout mm-hmm. or they're going to, like, come back and apologize to you, mm-hmm. which I guess still would kind of reinforce the negative. But I don't know. It, it depends upon the kid and it's a, you know, not everything can be a perfect situation. But I guess that could be kind of our first tip is, like, you know, reframing the idea of being alone as, like, a negative thing, which mm-hmm. a lot of people have. And so you could pick... And I had this as like a point to talk about or made sure I like you know touched on is picking maybe something that you like to do with someone else, but could be done alone, and then figuring out a way to make that like a hundred and ten percent like is super enjoyable Mm -hmm. you love to do it to the point where you crave it but you crave doing it alone Mm -hmm. and then you get comfortable in a space doing something you love being alone and so you put that association together Mm -hmm. you know
0: which I think you and I naturally are just really good at Mm -hmm. like doing things that we could enjoy with other people but we don't like need to
1: yeah And I think there's that also is knowing that you don't need to do things with other people. It's
0: never a need. Yeah. Like you just said, like (laughs) reframing it. It's never a need. (laughs) Reframing it in your brain. I guess, yeah. If we're doing this in like bullet points or numbers, like number one is definitely like Breaking down all the negative connotations you might have built up against it. Yes, like, absolutely. Or at least getting to the root of why you believe that it's a bad thing. Yeah, and then it could be you, different
1: for everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: And then <laughs> if you do, I guess the next thing would be like telling yourself over and over again, like, I don't need... To be with anyone else, I don't need to be around anyone mm-hmm. else, I'd like to, or today I feel like I would want to do this, but, you know, differentiating between, like, a want and need yeah, is very important, I think. Yeah,
1: and then there's definitely, like, a balance between, you know, once you figure out how to do things alone, <laughs> then... Figuring out which things you want to do alone and which things you should reach out to other people. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna be honest, if you're listening to this and you're already good at being alone, it might be a little too then. It's, it's addicting. Yeah. <laughs> like the other day, um, I went and saw a movie like in the theaters for the first time alone. Like I had never done that before. Oh wow! Like I've gone and taken myself out to dinner. Like that's not a big deal. Whatever. But I went and saw a movie for the first time alone. I know you don't really see a ton of people at the movies and you're sitting and you don't talk to anyone anyways. So let's just point that out. (laughs) Like you don't need to, you watch movies in your bed all the time. Like it's nice to take yourself somewhere, you know, buy yourself a slushie or popcorn or whatever. Um, I don't know. And just enjoy it. But then it was so nice after (laughs) when I just, you know, sat there for a little bit, like watched the credits if I wanted to. Um got up, and I literally just, like, walked out of the movie theater, got in my car, you know, rolled down the music, played the music that I wanted driving home, didn't owe anyone a conversation, mm-hmm. um, wasn't inclined to, like, pull out my phone and, you know, talk to someone because I was like, oh, I'm just enjoying this, like, moment by myself, and, it's like, special. the sun was setting, and I don't know. It was just something that I always associated doing with other people. It's like, oh, let's go to the movies. It's something to do. But you don't, you know, if you're bored, mm-hmm. doing something doesn't always have to be with someone else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, go grab yourself a coffee. Go to the park and read a book. Go, you know, kind of figure it out, like, on your own. And um, another point, sorry, I'm Anna ramble right now and then (laughs) but it's kind of what I like to think about is like alone time almost like dating yourself and so when you first start seeing someone if you like them and you want it to maybe become something more you kind of you know everyone has this little phase where they become kind of obsessed with the person they always want to see a text from them they always want to hang out with them spend time with them no matter what like doing whatever and so, if you can get to this point with yourself. Which you can. Yeah. It takes which effort. it takes effort. It's not easy. But if you can get to the point where you're like dating yourself and you are excited, not necessarily from like a text, but you know, maybe you're, you know, have a to do list. And after the to do list is done, that's like the last check mark is like your text from yourself that you can go do something on your own and you mm-hmm. can go for a walk and just be by yourself. And I don't know. You just like, eventually become obsessed with that idea of doing something alone. I don't know.
0: No, that's important. I um, I was gonna say before you went on that that tangent about how, I'm so how glad lovely you it is. Held on to your thought. <laughs> I well, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, you know, when I am spending time alone mm-hmm. and i feel like i've been successful at it i want to do it again and again and then i like isolate myself it's like a victory and then yeah. it's like like is there potential that it could turn into like a negative thing because i do yeah. this thing also yes. where i'm like well, if I don't need anyone today, I don't need anyone tomorrow, and then I never need anyone, you know? You and know, so that yeah. it turns into this like cycle. And I and I know that probably is like a whole different side of the brain, like <laughs> a whole different like like thing, but I guess it, it can become this like obsession, but maybe that is a good thing. Like you just saw. No, like, you you maybe do need it to it become a little thing.
1: obsessed because then it's easier. Yeah. Like I don't know. And if we're talking about dating, it— def- <laughs> which we're not, but if we are right now, it,
0: like, you will. I just believe that, like, if you put in that effort into yourself, and you are going to build like expectations and standards that, like, only the right and correct and perfect person is gonna like meet. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you're, ha- if you have so much time on your hands and you can spend it fulfilling yourself like and you are with like maybe another person and it's like bare minimum the two don't even like compare. So mm-hmm. I, I also feel like not only is this good for yourself and your relationship with yourself but it's also really great for your relationship with other people.
1: Oh absolutely. Um, I think that it just makes you such a deeper person in the sense that you can really, if you listen to yourself and your own needs, Mm -hmm. when you see other people, you can recognize, like, struggle pretty easily or you, like, know how to hold a conversation better Mm. because you can simply ask them questions, like, about themselves because you won't really feel the need to talk about yourself. At least that's what I've experienced is you can really put yourself into other people a lot more Mm -hmm. and so much easier. And I feel like you can make such better friends. You... Yeah, like, or deepen connections that you have always wanted to be, like, really strong Mm -hmm. because you have more confidence in yourself and more capabilities to reach out to the other people Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, do you want to do something today? Um, I don't know. And just completely make everything about, like, your, like, life needs. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's so contradictory to what I just said, but
0: and if it is, it's life, (laughs) Uh, but that's interesting that you say that we both said, I think I started it off with like relationships with other Mm -hmm. people, not even romantic, but like friendships, and then you just mentioned friends, and I think another sub point I came up with was like, so after we've said to ourselves like, this is not a bad thing, this is good, and that I don't need to be with other people, I Mm -hmm. want to be like, you're, kind of then just left with yourself and so I feel like the next step like you said would be dating yourself almost mm-hmm. and becoming if you aren't already and this is like a lifelong process so I'm not <laughs> saying like this this yeah, this and this, to be this is so not done, done overnight so guys. fun like yeah no not at all and I think it's like an everyday thing like just like marriage is an everyday commitment it is not just you saying yes and being like yes, life is gonna be. You know, it's it, it's yeah. constantly gonna be up and down. But I feel like the next thing is like being your own best friend, and I would love to get into like what yeah. it's like to have a friendship with yourself. Since yeah. we're on this page of like oh, absolutely getting to know yourself, and um, I think we both started with saying like it is your most important relationship because it's the longest relationship you'll ever have if you think about it i mean i know we don't want to like get morbid and everything but like obviously your parents like bring you into the world but like yeah
1: so you always say like oh they've known you the longest but Mm -hmm. eventually like
0: scientifically if it happens this way and (laughs) you know you know they're not going to be around forever and there's a chance that like you know they you outlive them. And <laughs> not me laughing out of fear of Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like, that is so funny and interesting. Anyway. Um, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean. No, but I know what you're saying. It's the longest relationship yeah. you'll ever have. And it's always going to be changing. It's always going to be evolving just like any other relationship mm-hmm. does. If you think about, I mean, any friendship. Anna and I, we've been friends since freshman year of high school. Yeah. And our relationship has probably looked different in like several oh, different absolutely. ways. It's always like. Becoming something else. It's always doing something else. And I yeah. think it's important to look at your relationship with yourself like that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As long as it's, you know, continuing in whatever way or sh- whatever that looks like for you. As long as it's just like moving. I didn't say moving forward. Just moving. Just
0: always Then you're that, yeah.
1: fine. And I think something important to recognize as we were talking about dating and like friendships. Is when you start to like date yourself... You recognize certain qualities in yourself that you either, you know, kind of want to work on and could be better. Yep, could be better. And you also recognize qualities that you love and how to make those more like dominant because you think, you know what? These are the characteristics that other people, you know, um, how I draw other people towards me and how I draw them in and how I'm an interesting person. And you can really find time to work on that. And that kind of becomes addicting. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, figuring out how to better yourself in your alone time. Like, not even just spending time with yourself, but then it just becomes, you know, self-improvement. Like, this is my time to make myself a better human being with no one else around. And, you know, doing something for yourself like that is really powerful. And I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to the point of... I know a lot of people say, oh, opposites attract, opposites attract. But I think it's also really important to find what you like about yourself and almost kind of find that in other people because obviously if you've learned to respect those aspects of yourself, you're going to respect them in someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it obviously brings the conversation together. Like you can talk to someone really easily about a lot of things that way. But then as you learn more about them, then you can ask questions that, you know – you don't relate to or, like, their life experiences that are different from yours and then you can, like, learn from them and get different perspectives and mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess that's just how you, like, grow a really strong relationship but I think spending time with yourself in order to, like, learn your qualities that you like and then mm-hmm. find that in other people's another way alone time can be, you know, useful or kind of exciting is, like, just discovering yourself and then bringing that outward.
0: That's very interesting that Mm -hmm. you brought up the idea of, like, qualities and what you may like and not like about yourself. (laughs) Because I think another fear we have of, like, spending so much time, like, alone and, like, why you maybe wouldn't want to do that is Mm -hmm. because, like, maybe sometimes you don't like, you know, the things that you yeah. find yourself thinking about when you're alone or maybe it's uncomfortable to be alone with yourself because you don't necessarily like certain parts of yourself and i guess yeah which is so valid i think everyone you know when i'm alone for too long i will i will sit on pinterest for 2 hours and mm-hmm. like think about why my life doesn't look like other people's you know yeah. like there, but then there's definitely
1: there's something in that where i feel like you and I are really good about this is sometimes we'll literally text each other. and Maybe this is just because our friendship is this great. But, you know, if we're spending time with ourselves, like you said, and you kind of are in like a little, you dug yourself into a hole. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't think this is something to continually beat yourself up on. Because no. like I said, as long as you're alone time and becoming, you know, more acquainted with yourself, that could be moving backwards a few steps, essentially, well, like you're still that's still learning, so it's honestly still steps yeah, forward. I, like I don't really think there are steps backwards that you could possibly take with yourself Mm-mm. um, but yeah, I think that sometimes we catch ourselves eventually when you like learn enough and you spent enough time alone, you catch yourself, and then I'll mm-hmm. literally text you and be like, "I have been alone for too long or I've been on my phone, like would mm-hmm. you like to go get a matcha, would you?" Mm-hmm. You know, or I have a work day today, but I spent all day alone yesterday. Like, I need to write a blog post. Do you want to go to Stone Creek with me? Like, do you want to... Yeah. I don't know. There's... Yeah.
0: yeah. I guess my counter argument would be, like, if you're a type of person that, that's like, oh, I actually don't want to spend any time alone because, like, I don't like being alone myself or I don't like, you know, if if it's still... If it's hard to get past that negativity that you have maybe possibly built up around that I guess I would just say let like the only way you're gonna get past that is like if you do it you know
1: mm-hmm. like you if have to you, start.
0: you just have to start and if you're the type of person that you know wants to but you're like it's too hard I would just pose it as like what can I learn about myself during this one time that I'm like spending like look for positives look for something yeah. to change something to inspect further like like you said like learning is mm-hmm so important and it's not necessarily like a bad thing if you learn something just, bad about yourself you, you know? know
1: find something to be curious about mm-hmm. and then explore it curiosity yeah curiosity is, curiosity, key. is key. curiosity is key
0: curiosity is
1: key all right should we like sum up some of these points again I don't even really <laughs> I'm like <what> did <laughs> remember we say? yeah um, 30 minutes almost definitely just <laughs> you know I think one of the key ones is just Again, we talked about in the way beginning, just finding the root of why you think alone time is being negative. Remind yourself Ooh, that it's... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Do Sorry. you have a point? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: I was going to say, I, I, I do remember the track we were on yeah, with, like, yeah, the yeah, points. Yeah. Okay, so I So just
1: remembering that it's, like, not <laughs> negative, mm-hmm. you know, and then kind of figuring out something that you could do alone that's positive, building from that, you know, learning... Can you add to this? Absolutely, I can. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah. Number one, like we said, was like reframing. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's use words that are like prominent in the brain. Reframe. Right. Reframe it. Like, um, you know, if it's a bad thing, tell yourself it's not bad. Think about why it's not bad. Reworking it in your brain so that, you know, you can kind of accept it easier. Yeah. Number two, I think... Number two, I think, was once you've done that, you know, telling yourself that...
1: Reframing it in your mind.
0: Yeah, telling yourself that, like, it's 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 about becoming friends with yourself, you know? If you're yeah. alone, you find yourself alone, you're like, I'm... Like, I'm. put
1: in the energy that you would in another relationship mm-hmm. into yourself. Mm-hmm. And it'll seem weird at first, but, like, literally, like, buy... People say this all the time, like, buy yourself flowers, buy yourself coffee, you know, if someone – I listened to a podcast once, actually, and this woman was like, um, find qualities that you want in other people and then, like, cultivate that for yourself. So mm. she was like, my husband, you know, is not the type of person to buy me flowers, but I love flowers, so I'm going to buy them for myself once mm-hmm. a week because I don't need to ask him to be someone he's not. If mm-hmm. he doesn't – that's not his act of service, like, let me do that for myself. So mm-hmm. just – finding stuff that you like in other people Mm. and then, like, kind of create... I mean, that wasn't even... We didn't talk about that, but... But, I mean... It kind of relates to what we were already talking about. And I was
0: going to say how, like... You you just said I mean, she ended up doing something that he like wouldn't have done and mm-hmm. you know, fostering that. But also, if you see a quality in someone that you like like, it could also like inspire that quality within yourself in yeah. a way like if someone's really like kind and honest, like it would inspire you to be like kind and, and like then honest. Just spend your you time
1: know? with yourself mm-hmm. and be curious about how you can create that um through alone time you know Mm -hmm. like if you're being you know one way you can be honest is to practice journaling you can do that completely alone be so brutally honest with your feelings because no one else is going to read that and I think that's something that's something (laughs) special that's something special though like you can recognize that you know what this little like pen and paper is just it's just My me and that. Best friend yeah, yeah and sure. so you don't and you don't owe it anything mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i don't know i think that yeah okay I don't, I don't really have anything else to say to add to that
0: i don't either i feel like we're kind of on a though road road now so it feels a little strange stopping it but i guess we can we can do that i think that. it's good i think yeah. it's good
1: I think we can always revisit much later on or talk about one of these points more in depth mm-hmm. and that could be a whole other thing. But, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. I hope that you guys learned something from this and that you take yourself on a date this week if that's something that is scary to you and being on public is scary. Don't
0: be scared. You got yes. this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Later. <laughs> <laughs>